0: hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of film etc the only movie review podcast you need in life my name is mike webb i'll be your host if you guys are new to the show i basically review the new releases of the week and grade them on a scale from zero to ten last week was my birthday and one of the things i got to do on my birthday was to see the new ryan reynolds movie free guy and i went with my brother who kind of looks like ryan reynolds so i can't wait to tell you guys my thoughts on that i had a blast a little bit of brief spoiler right there but I also have reviews of the Sundance winning film, Coda. I briefly mentioned this on my episode of the best films of 2021 so far, and I watched Coda at Sundance virtually, and I was just completely blown away. So I can't wait to tell you guys my thoughts on it, as well as a new Netflix thriller called Beckett starring John David Washington. And I can't wait to tell my thoughts on that. So without further ado, guys, let's get this show on the road. Just to give you all guys a little bit of a fair warning, a little bit of a heads up if you would call it, Uh, I have autism, so you may hear my wording and how I phrase things be a little off or something like that. It'll get like mixed up or something like that. So I hope you all forgive me. But anyway, guys, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Free Guy is the 14th theatrical feature film from Canadian director Sean Levy, who's perhaps best known for directing the Night at the Museum trilogy, as well as the 2003 remake of Cheaper by the Dozen starring Steve Martin, the 2010 comedy Date Night with Steve Carell and Tina Fey, and the 2011 sci-fi drama Real Steel with Hugh Jackman. His production company, 21 Laps, is also responsible for projects like 2013's The Spectacular Now, 2016's Arrival, for which Levy received an Oscar nomination for Best Picture, as well as being an executive producer on the Netflix shows Stranger Things and Shadow and Bone. The film stars Ryan Reynolds as a bank teller named Guy who loves enjoying his everyday life in Free City. That is, until he meets a girl named Molotov Girl, played by Jodie Comer, and suddenly realizes Free City is actually a video game, and he is considered a non-playable character, or NPC for short. The film also stars Lil Rel Howery, Joe Kiri, Ukarsh Ambukar, and Taika Waititi. So I went and saw this movie on my birthday with my brother Will, who kind of looks like Ryan Reynolds in a way, but... That's just me personally. Will, if you're watching this, I love you, brother. This movie does what it has to say on the box. It is a mix of The Truman Show, The Matrix, Lego Movie, Ready Player One, all combined. It has a lot of jokes and humor throughout. It also has some heart, which is not a lot of, which not a lot of comedies do nowadays. I like Ryan Reynolds' charisma in this movie. Uh, he he brings uh, this like. Uh, I wouldn't call it like empathy, but this like, uh, this like stronghold of a character, I would say his, his humor can vary. You're either on board or you're not on board. Even if you, uh, weren't a fan of the Deadpool movies, you would still find this interesting overall. I think Jodie Comer is wonderful in this movie as Molotov girl. I, I like the whole ensemble cast. It, it's pretty good. Overall, Joe Keery, Ukarsh Ambukar, Laurel Howry. um, uh, it it's really interesting i i like taika waititi in this but i think his character plays he he bas- his character is basically playing this like evil stereotypical greedy corporate overlord and that's a, what but i'll get to more of my criticisms with this movie in a little bit um it has nice world building overall and it it is a cgi filled world this is probably Sean Levy's best work I've seen of his as a director overall. I, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of his Night at the Museum trilogy. I've only seen the first two movies. I and I've seen a little bit of three, but I can't remember uh, what those movies are like. And they're they're like fun for the whole family. I would say uh, Day and Night is fine. Uh, Real Steel is fine. And a lot of people forget he is one of the producers on uh, Denis Villeneuve's Arrival, which came out five years ago, and he got an Oscar nomination for producing that movie, which is really surprising to think about when you think of Sean Levy's career. He's also the executive producer behind the Netflix shows Stranger Things, which also stars Joe Keery, as well as Shadow and Bone. But uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. This movie is stocked full of cameos that you wouldn't expect there's one cameo from a big celebrity that just like comes out of nowhere and i was surprised uh, that person was in it and and uh but yeah this movie is a ton of fun it's not a perfect movie by all means some of the humor at times feel a little disposable there's a couple music choices that is played for laughs again this movie is a cg heavy movie but at times the cg itself feels completely bloated in a way And there's some fan servicey bits in here because um, this is a movie that is uh, made by 20th Century Studios, which is now owned by Disney. So you get to see a little bit of Disney references here and there. But it's not like Ready Player One where it's just like mostly filled with nostalgia throughout. That's what a lot of film critics had. The the ones who did not care for Ready Player One, those critics say it's just like completely uh, bloated with nostalgia throughout and people think that movie didn't have a good story. I like Ready Player One fine. I don't think it's one of Spielberg's best, but I still think it's a fun movie to watch. The movie is almost two hours long. I'd probably cut out at least 10-15 minutes of it just so that the pacing could even out more. And I also think this movie would have worked better if Taika Waititi was involved in the production rather than just acting in the film overall. But again, I had a lot of fun with this movie and. Even though 20th Century Studios is now owned by Disney, there are some people would probably look at this review and just be like, oh, you got paid by Disney for this. It's like, like, no, go away, whoever you are. This is my complete, honest opinion on my review. I didn't get paid or anything. But anyway, guys, that those are my thoughts on Free Guy. And now let's get to CODA. Coda is a sophomore feature film effort from writer director Sean Heder. It is a remake of the 2014 French film La Famille Bellier. The movie stars Amelia Jones, who plays Ruby, who is the only hearing person in her deaf family or what the deaf community calls a Coda, a child of deaf adults. When the family's fishing business is threatened, Ruby finds herself torn between pursuing her love of music and her fear of abandoning her parents. The film also stars Eugenio Derbez and Fredia Walshpilo, who many of you know him as the main kid from Sing Street, as well as real-life deaf actors Daniel Durant, Troy Kotzer, and Oscar-winning actress Marley Matlin. So this movie was the opening night film at Sundance, 2021 this year it received a lot of praise for it i i did go to sundance virtually this year and i did not do opening night if you guys know me i actually have a live outside of movies on the weeknights i am a janitor at like commercial businesses and all that stuff but the the There are only two days I have work off, and those are Saturdays and Mondays. Luckily for me, when the Sundance Film Festival was going on, they had their opening night showing on Thursday, and then they had a 24-hour encore showing on Saturday, and that's how I watched CODA. I think it was the second film that I watched from Sundance this year, and around the same time I was watching CODA, Apple bought the film for a record-breaking $25 million deal. And which is kind of interesting, because I didn't see a lot of marketing for this movie overall. And if Apple is just like saving all its money for like, I don't know, for having this like big awards push and all that stuff, then they're probably going to send out a million screeners to like all the awards guilds and whatnot. It is a very interesting coming of age story. It is a raw and unflinching look at how a child of deaf adult works around in this New England town and this like little fishing community. Amelia Jones gives a wonderful performance in this film. She is British, but she also has like the singing voice of an angel whenever she gets to sing in this movie. Uh, the entire cast is really good too. de best who plays the music teacher who's trying to get. Uh, amelia jones's character into the berkeley college of music marley madlin as i just mentioned she's an oscar winner but she plays the very hesitant mom and wants the character of ruby to just stay here be with her family help maintain the fishing business and whatnot Fredia walsh pilo who i mentioned is the kid from sink street also plays this like awkward boyfriend characteristic there's also interesting subplots like the one involving uh her deaf brother and how he is bonding a relationship with uh ruby's friend and uh there's also a subplot of where they're trying to get out of the fishing business working for somebody else and then want to sell their own fish and whatnot is really interesting it is also surprisingly funny and also heartwarming and from what i've heard uh, I mentioned this is a remake of a French film. What the French version does not do is that it uses actual deaf actors in this. Whereas the French version, they use actors who are not deaf using sign language. And I think this version help benefits from that. And it's an amazing movie. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. And I mentioned this. This was on my best of list of the year so far. It. It's an incredible movie and we don't get enough movies like this anymore. Kind of like how in the Heights is like uh, representing like this story of like how uh, these like Latin American people are just like living in life. This is mainly coming from like the deaf community. Probably this and sound of metal are like the two best examples overall. But the reason why I'm not giving this like a higher rating is that I know where the story is going to go, but the way it gets there is a very, it's very interesting overall, but yeah, it, it is incredible. I think Sean Hatter is A really interesting director. She's a female, by the way. She also did a movie on Netflix from a few years back called Tallulah, starring Elliot Page and Allison Janney, which I've not seen, but I I, I'll probably watch it after. I'll I'll probably watch it sometime in my life. But anyway, guys, Coda is now playing in select theaters, but it is also streaming on Apple TV Plus. I wouldn't be too surprised if it gets. Uh, a lot of awards attention or something like that. But yeah, those are my thoughts. And now let's get to Beckett, starring John David Washington. Beckett is the sophomore feature film effort from Italian filmmaker Fernando Sito Filamarino. This film marks his English language debut. While vacationing in Greece, American tourist Beckett, played by John David Washington, becomes the target of a manhunt after a devastating accident. Forced to run for his life and desperate to get across the country to the American embassy to clear his name, tensions escalate as the authorities close in, political unrest mounts, and Beckett falls even deeper into a dangerous web of conspiracy. The film also stars Boyd Holbrook, Vicky Krapes, and Alicia Vikander. I will say this, though. John David Washington has had an interesting career, um for his acting life he got big success uh when he was on the dwayne johnson show ballers on hbo and then spike lee's black klansman came along where he played the lead ron stalworth and uh it it, it just like kind of like kind of blew him up i would say He's the son of Denzel Washington in case you guys don't know, but then he got the call to be the lead in Christopher Nolan's latest film Tenet, which came out last year. And then around that period of time, he was also filming a movie called Malcolm and Marie, uh, starring him and Zendaya. And it's been a really interesting career for John David Washington overall. Couple hits, couple misses, but overall still pretty good. Now this movie Beckett, it feels like a thriller that comes out of like the 1970s. It, it starts off as a thriller, but then it gets kind of political in some way. It's a very simple thriller. It doesn't offer anything that feels perplexing. It's not one of those thrillers where you're just like completely confused throughout. It's one of those thrillers that you'll pick up the puzzle pieces as you go along. There's Nothing too. I, I there's not much I could say about this movie, but it it's all John David Washington's movie. It it's him trying to uh, struggle his way out through Greece and trying to get to the American embassy. But there's also this like side story where there's these like corrupt cops that are like uh, trying to figure out if he's responsible for uh, like uh, this like kidnapping of a son that's like. Uh, the son of a politician, I would say, and you're trying to figure out whether or not if that kid is uh, uh, is still alive or not, or something like that. Alicia Vikander doesn't do a whole lot. She's only in the movie for like five minutes at least. Vicky Craves, I like her in Phantom Thread, and she was recently in M. Night Shyamalan's Old, but here... And also Boyd Holbrook's character—they're like mostly one-dimensional for the most part. V- Vicky Krieps' character plays this like uh, this like German woman who's like part of this like uh, organization to like uh, for like social justice and whatnot. And then Boyd Holbrook plays a character from the embassy. All the supporting characters in the movie are completely one-dimensional, but it's not to say it, it is interestingly thrilling throughout but i wish that the supporting characters overall uh had a little bit something to do more the pacing is also a bit of a drag but it's never boring to say the least um but it is it's really interesting i like how it's shot on film it it has like nice location settings it 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 feels tense at times like i felt like i was in the middle of this thriller I was watching John David Washington's character and see whether or not he could get out alive. But yeah, th- th- it's a really interesting. I I still think it's all right, but I don't think it's like a great thriller overall. Again, it it revolves around more about the character trying to survive rather than just story issues and whatnot. But I still think it's an enjoyable movie. But I I just think it it could have been better is what I could say overall but anyway guys those are my thoughts on Beckett it is now streaming on Netflix and now let's get to our review roundup so if you guys are new to the review roundup or you need a little bit of refresher I basically review the new releases on a grade a number scale from zero to ten my apologies if I give a movie somewhere between an eight to a ten it is a high recommendation just like go watch it if you must If I give a movie somewhere between a 7 to a 7.9, a good movie, and it's still a recommendation, just not as high as up to an 8 to a 10. Somewhere between a 6 to a 6.9, I would say it's a fine movie, an okay movie, but just not a good movie overall. And somewhere between a 5 to a 5.9, I would just put it average, middle of the road. And if I give a movie somewhere under a 5, I would just not bother at all. Just like maybe stream or just like skip it completely. But anyway, for the new releases this week, I'm gonna give Beckett a solid six and a half out of ten. It has nice cinematography. I did fail to mention that. And it's from one of the producers who directed Call Me by Your Name. Uh, I think he was also a producer on that movie as well, Luca Guadagnino. But yeah, I mean, John David Washington, it it's a real it's only a simple political thriller. Nothing, nothing to get to attached or anything like that. Still an enjoyable movie overall. It's fine, but yeah, six and a half for Beckett. Coda, I would give this. This is probably the movie of the week. I would give it an eight point seven out of ten. It's expanding to theaters uh, this week, but it's also available on Apple TV Plus if you have a subscription there. But yeah, eight point seven out of ten for Coda. You, you'll all probably enjoy it. My parents watched it yesterday. They. Loved it dearly, and then free guy. I would probably give it a solid seven, seven and a half out of ten. Actually, I'll go seven and a half out of ten. But yeah, it it's it does what it has to do. It it does what it says on the box. Ryan Reynolds is completely charming. I will say that. I I'm a little guilty on that. Yeah, yeah, and I like his Deadpool movies overall. But free guy, this is very family friendly. I would say, but. Yeah, it's Truman Show set in the video game world. And it, I, I had a lot of fun. There's nothing else more I can say. But yeah. So anyway, guys, that is it for our review roundup. And now let's end the show and call it a day. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of Film Etc. I failed to mention this on the top of the show, but I did uh, get a new microphone for my birthday, and so I want to thank my parents for getting me this wonderful, lovely gift. I know it feels a little weird to uh, talk about your parents while you're doing this show, but mom and dad, if you're listening, I love you dearly. But anyway, guys, make sure you follow the show on all the many places that we stream, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it. Make sure you subscribe so that you can be notified on when new episodes drop. Please leave a five-star rating on our Apple Podcast page. That'll help us get the show up to the top of the charts. Make sure you tell your friends all about this show and just like spread the word of mouth i'll be back next week with a review of a new hugh jackman movie coming out called reminiscence i've got a couple of listeners telling me they were kind of excited about it but anyway guys you can follow me on social media on twitter instagram and letterbox at real mike web you can also follow the show on instagram at film etc cast thank you all once again for listening stay safe the delta variant is still out there and until next time guys i will see you all at the cinema